0: Alright legends, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline I'm your host, Rodney Stewart And we're getting into Buffy the Vampire Slayer In this episode We're doing season 4, episode 11 uh, Entitled Doomed We're all doomed! Uh, But uh, at the end of the last episode uh, Buffy and Riley Found out, respectively Who they were Uh, At the beginning of this episode they're in Buffy's dorm room. Uh, they finally try to talk about it, and as much as Riley wants to tell Buffy who he really is, he can't. Uh, but Buffy is able to guess based on everything from the past several weeks that Riley is one of these commandos and whatnot. And she pretty much guesses, you know, everything that she knows about Spike and whatnot. She's able to, you know, you. Grab hold of demons and whatnot. You do experiments on them And you You turn some of them into Harmless little puppies So he's Kind of blown away here That she Knows as much As she knows um, Yeah really, Riley really, He's He's amazed by Her talents and abilities But When she confesses She's the Slayer He hasn't got a clue What the Slayer is And uh, Yeah At this point An earthquake hits And, of course, the last earthquake Buffy experienced disturbed her because that was the one at the end of season one where the master tried to open the hell mouth. And, yeah, so we cut over to Xander's house. He's cleaning up some damage that's happened after the earthquake. You know, there's a a pipe leaking in there. Uh, He Spike is loving with him, of course, at this point, with the chip on his head. He can't do any damage to anyone. Uh, Xander tells Spike that he's going to, if he's going to live there, he'd have to do, you know, he'd have to earn his keep. If he wants to be kept, more or less. And uh, Spike gets angry when uh, Xander throws a wrench at him, and tells him to fix the leaking pipe. And uh, he tries to hit Xander over the head with the wrench, uh, when Xander's back is turned, of course. The pain in his head, and he's standing there in the background holding his head in pain. Why Xander is still going on about how useless Spike is. So we're getting a good bit of comedy out of Spike in these episodes now. Great, great character. And, uh, yeah, class. Uh Willow checks in with Buffy, uh, tells her about an aftershock party. Taking place in one of the dorms that's lost their power, and it's one of these places that people just they'll have a party for the opening of an envelope essentially. So, uh, she t- well, Buffy tells Willow, You know, go you on ahead to the party, I'll catch up with you. I want to go and see Giles. And you know, questions, you know, is there anything wrong? And Buffy's trying to play it off, no, nothing's wrong. Um, but she fearing that the world. Was gonna to come to an end because of this earthquake. But Giles dismisses her, telling her that earthquakes are fairly normal for South Carolina not to be worrying about it. He tries to he changes the subject about tracking down the commandos, telling Buffy that based on the information, it seems that the bases below the university are close to it and the other students may be involved. Buffy gets uncomfortable with the, the topic and tries to discuss the earthquake more. He is... doesn't so much say it in the episode, but now that she knows that Riley, as part of this commando group, there's a conflict of interest in her part now. But, uh, you know, she still has this thing about earthquake prophecy, end of the world sort of deal. And the initiative facility... Uh, really he asks one of the other commandos down there Forrest I believe his name is What he knows about the Slayer And uh, yeah he kind of jokes that Slayer's is a, a metal band Of course they are pretty damn good too uh, But yeah Forrest He reckons that the Slayer is just a myth that the monsters made up uh, Demons themselves are... Explained the way has been simple animals as well at this point. You know, he's he's very... He's not so much this forest guy, he's not so much into... He fights demons, hunts them down, but as far as he's concerned, they're just animals and the slayer and everything. is just a, a myth that the demons use to keep their offspring in check, more or less. Uh, at this point, a demon goes berserk, attacks... Riley and Forrest, uh, they managed to subdue it and wonder at the strange activity their demon captives have been exhibiting since the earthquake. And again, Forrest is just like, you know, it's just the earthquake, you know, it gets everybody crazy. So he's, uh, again, he's very... He's one of these guys that's just, uh, you know, has a real explanation for everything in a non-real world kind of thing. So at the party the blackout party. Willow sees Percy that she tutored back in high school and he's with this girl and this girl's got a problem with Willow talking to Percy and you know pretty much breezes her off and they head off to get a drink and whatnot. Uh we cut over to this uh college student, he's mixing drinks alone in one of the dorm rooms and he gets his fruit slit. By this of demon uh, Later At the party Willow Overhears a conversation between Percy and this girl That he was with uh, Where Percy calls Willow captain of the nerd squad This girl's jealous You know What the hell are you doing talking to our woman You're supposed to be here with me sort of a deal And he's like no nah. she's like You know captain of the nerd squad And uh, you know I'd rather have my woman hot Sort of thing So this What's horned a uh While it goes into one of the dorm rooms To lay down in a bed And when the power comes back on The lights come on in the room And she you finds herself next to the dead body Of this guy that was mixing the drinks earlier And there's a symbol carved on his chest Of a pyramid with an eye in the centre um, Yeah, so we cut over to Xander's house once more His basement And Xander finds Spike. (laughs) Keep a nice little bit of comedy here. Spike's part. uh, Of course Xander goes into the basement. Of course Spike hasn't repaired any of the damage. And the place is in worse shape than when it was when everybody left. We don't see Spike. But he's like... Don't turn around. All serious. Uh, Don't look at me. Don't turn around. And uh, Xander slowly... Of course, turns around to see what's happening And uh, there's Spike standing there Wearing this Hawaiian short And short pants that belong to Xander Looks completely the opposite of what he normally looks And uh, yeah, it was, it was, again, a lot of visual comedy With Spike as well as just flat out Opens his mouth and says something little Forge you up like an accordion He is a brilliant, brilliant character But he's completely humiliated Wearing these clothes that belongs to Xander Because he shrunk his own clothes in the wash uh, uh, When Spike tries to get temperamental Xander loses his temper And harshly tells Spike that no one is scared of him And that he's not even worth having kicky. Kiki Kiki? <laughs> There's a new word for you He's not even worth Buffy kicking his ass and for extra measure, you know, Zander's like, you know, at this point, even I could give you a good ass kicking right now. So uh well, it was not the only one goes in a downer in this episode. Spike was in one as well. Um over at Riley's place he's shooting baskets with Forrest and he he's brooding about Buffy in his bedroom when uh, another one of the commandos posing as a student, Graham, walks in and tells him about the murder that happened at the dorms. Uh, Riley or- orders the others to report to Professor Walsh where well, he checks the situ- situation out itself and you know, we're just not going to sit up and head after this thing until we get the full story. Back over at Jade's apartment, Willow uh, shows the gang, the, the symbol that was carved into the student's chest. Buffy, Giles speaks up at this point and he says it's definitely the end of the world and Buffy mentions that she knows the symbol from somewhere but she can't remember where so she goes to hunt down the demon recognises the symbol in one of the crypts in the graveyard and inside this demon is collecting the bones of a small child Uh, so she starts the fight with him but it swiftly escapes and she runs under Riley at this point and he tries his best to talk to her and convince her to give the relationship between them a chance. You know, he's he's all in at this point with her, but she's she explains that uh, she went to the high school on top of a for three years and he's got no idea what's what he's doing, so he'd more than likely just end up dead but he tries to convince her that her past relationships Weren't with him, and it'll be different because of that fact But she's just like, you know, it's not going to happen She doesn't mention Angel or anything, I think, by name in this episode But she does refer to, you know, prior Trying this before, you know, fighting the demons, having a relationship Always ends badly, of course And, uh yeah, so that's sowing the seeds for a later episode Whenever Angel comes back for... A guest appearance Um, Researching leads the gang To find that the the demon needs The blood of a man The bones of a child And the word of Valios To perform a ritual Called the sacrifice of free Which will destroy the world Open the hell mouth Uh, Everything goes to hell essentially Um, Willow and Xander head off To the museum to see if they can find the word of valios and you want a book or whatever. They reckon it's they don't know exactly what this thing is at this point. But uh yeah, so they're heading off to see if they can find it. But uh Sanders says they need to stop by his place to pick up some weapons, get changed into something that doesn't smell like pizza. He's his newest job as a pizza delivery boy or whatever. Um back with Riley, he talks to his team, sends them out to find kill the demon. Uh, they start using this device, it's capable of tracking pheromone signatures, so uh, they can't figure out where the demon actually is, but they can work out where it's at, try and triangulate where it may be. Uh, we cut over to Spike, uh, he's in the basement, and he has this stick attached to the side of a coffee table, and he says his goodbye, you know, goodbye, cruel world sort of deal. He's about to, he's about to take himself out uh, by falling from a chair onto the stake. Uh, just then, Willow and Xander are walking, but uh, Spike, of course, he's already in free fall at this point, point, he st- destroys the table, doesn't st- stake himself, doesn't manage to do it. Uh, Xander tells Spike that he should have just asked him for help the steak am I more than happy to do it for you uh, Willow grabs the steak away from Xander and Speck appeals to her by pointing out that you know am I not even scary anymore sort of a deal uh, Willow argues that they know Speck now and you know, you know you know you know, the Hawaiian shirt doesn't make you look threatening and uh, probably because I know you've got that chip in your head make me less sca- scared of you but, uh, yeah. Willow also argues that, you know, they know Spike now. Uh, they're getting to know him as a person, and letting him take himself out wouldn't be right. So, after getting the weapons, Xander tells Spike that if he does any more damage, he'll be sleeping in the, the garage. Uh, Willow, putting him, insists that they take Spike along. Spike tries to get them to leave without him of course By promising "You, no, I'm not going to do anything to myself I feel a lot better now But Willow insists they come Sander tells him to look on the bright side uh, If they can't find what they're looking for Then Spike can look forward to a massive apocalypse And this point Spike perks up once again A little bit more accommodated. of him What really? You're not just saying that are you? So great great character So uh, we're out in control with we out in patrol. For some reason that doesn't sound right the first time. Buffy runs into Riley again. Uh, Riley resumes their conversation. He tells Buffy that he needs to be, that she needs to be more positive uh, to not look for the bad in the situation. Uh, a few people walk by. Riley says it makes sense for them to be out together because they're both fry cooks. He uses fry cooks instead of demon hunters to try and, of course, hide the conversation about what they really really do she points out to them there's a big difference between him he's an amateur fry cook air quotes and she comes from a long line of fry cooks that tend to die before they reach the age of 25 Riley says that he knows the risks of what they do and he still wants to take a chance on them because of the work that they do is rewarding and even fun and at this point of course Buffy um Super serious about slaying, and as soon as she hears the word "fun," Buffy tells him the last person she knew that thought it was fun was now in a coma. Of course, referring to Faith. Uh, Riley says he knows part of her reluctance is because of someone in her past. We're getting the we're getting the seeds for Angel, of course, here, and Buffy just tells him to leave her alone. So uh, we cut over to the Sunnydale Museum. Willow and Xander, they're not completely unsuccessful in their search for the word of Valios. And Spike discourages them, talking about Xander's lack of direction in life. And Willow's inability to get Oz to stay, as, they're, as well as they're useless to Buffy. Uh, you know, this is... What Spike gets off on now is like playing people off and their insecurities as well So he's given that a bit in this episode It's the only real damage he can do at this point Um, he just, he's just like you're just, you're your slayer groupies That's all you are, you're useless to everybody Buffy would be a much better slayer without constantly having to watch out for you Both of you, uh, Willow and Zander protest of course And uh you know, telling him that it's, everything's on true And claim that he's just saying stuff they got them make them mistake him So there's a bit of truth in that as well Spike argues that he simply doesn't want sample faith from Two people he thinks are more useless than him So he turns the walk away And of course he's got that grin on his face Because he knows he's planted some seeds in there That's going to annoy them We cut back over to Giles's apartment And he comes across an illustration of the word valios and a book and sees that it's actually a talisman and he realizes that he actually already has it. So he goes searching through a trunk, uh, grabs hold of it, and he's getting his coat now to head out of the apartment. Uh just then the demons reveal themselves in his living room, they attack him, he tries his best to fight them off, but they very softly beat him down. Uh, the gang then find Giles bruised and battered, and he tells them that he actually bought the talisman at a sorcerer's estate sale and thought it was a knockoff, but it was actually the, the real thing. So he sends them off to Sunnydale High School after he informs them that the ritual is to open the Hellmouth. So they're going back to school here. And uh, yeah, the schools, of course, got destroyed at the end of season three. Uh, this is the first we've seen of it, really, in this series. And uh, Buffy, Willow's under and Spike head into the ruins. Uh, Buffy tells him to be careful. Uh, Spike says he's happy. They all just fell under the hill mouth and got swallowed up, more or less. And Buffy asks why Spike's even there. So, uh, you know, Willow's explaining that he'll stake himself if they leave him alone. And uh, Buffy asks why, well, that's a problem. Uh, then says never mind, uh, just they go on about their business at this point. And after walking through the charred and destroyed corridors of the high school, and uh, actually seeing uh, piles of charred mare meat, as Xander calls it, from the giant snake that they the mare turned into at the end of the last season, the gang make it. To the crater that used to be the school library And there's a big crack in the floor Where free demons are performing the ritual So Buffy, she says You know, we go here What I need you guys to do is Find the, the people that they're going to sacrifice And get them out I'll take care of the demons A fight breaks out There's no sign of anybody there Other than the free demons uh, Sandra runs to grab the, the blood that's in a, a jar That the one demon got from this kid At the beginning of the episode There's a bag of the child's bones And the other demon has the the talisman So, uh, yeah Xander grabs the blood Walu gets the bag of the bones uh, The first demon grabs the blood back from Xander Then throws himself into the hellmouth At this point Xander works out that the demons themselves are the sacrifice for the rituals. They're gonna chant the words and just jump in and open Hellmouth, uh sacrificing themselves. So uh yeah, the the stakes are fairly high at this point. Um where are we at? Uh Willow throws the bag of bones at Xander, who's just about to be attacked by a demon, so he throws it back at her. When a demon then comes after her, she throws the bag to Spike. He comes in on his downer. He is sitting on the steps in the library with a fight going on around him. Uh, A demon attacks Spike to get the bones. He punches Spike a few times and after several hits that Spike has taken on, he realises, you know, he just loses his cool at this point and punches the demon as hard as they can, and for the first time since getting the chip, there's no pain in his head, and he realises, okay, right, I can't kill humans or feed or anything like that, but I can hurt demons. So he goes full vamp at this point, gets into the fight. Uh, He very swiftly beats the demon senseless, caught up in the excitement of being able to fight. He forgets about the fact that they're trying to stop the sacrifices, if he even knew about it and of course uh, Willow and Xander try to tell him not to throw the demon into the hole which is he's just about to do and he chucks the demon in who's holding the bag of bones at this point so Spike inadvertently uh, fulfills the second part of the sacrifice Uh, yeah Uh, where are we at? uh Yeah, Spike, he's, you know, what the hell's going on? I'm just trying to help you guys out. Uh, Every time one of the demons goes on with a sacrifice, uh, the Bolton begins to shake after the second one. It starts to shake a lot, and because debris starts falling, Buffy yells at them to get out because the Bolton's going to come down around them. Uh, Spike gets knocked out by uh, a beam that falls. Uh, Whilst Willow and Xander... Uh, grab hold of him And start to drag him out uh, The rest of the gang escape And Riley shows up to help Buffy in the fight The third demon grabs the talisman Crawls its way to the Hellmouth And uh, yeah there's a bit of a fight there Where they're trying to keep it from happening But he manages to actually grab the talisman Crawl through the hole And Buffy says I'm going to after him But uh, Riley grabs a hold of her He's got one of these cables on his belt and he's going to fall, fall the gear on for being the commando at this point and he attaches the cord to her waist and he's like, you're coming back out. So she dives in after the demon and uh, he gives her enough slack for her to go down, grab hold of the demon and pulls the two of them back out of the, the hellmouth. The earthquake then stops the... the uh, the Hellmouth is not going to open. They've succeeded. So and to the, the end of the episode, uh, Riley and Buffy come across Xander Willow and Spike in the school, of course. He tries to keep a secret at the end of the day by saying that he was walking by, heard noises, and they're not going to fall for it. He's in the full gear for Ben, the commando. And, you know, they pretty much... Out of secret The way Buffy did At the beginning of the episode Oh you're clearly One of these Commando guys And he's like No 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 And he tries to change The story that was Playing pinball So uh Yeah They're not gonna Fall for it And you know As secret is out here But uh He also does Look at Spike And says Don't I know you So of course Uh Spike Was caught by them Guys And the chip Put into his head So of course Riley ...does know me just hasn't connected the dots at this point. But uh, Spike tries to play it off by putting on this stupid little accent... ...saying that he's a, a friend of Xander's here. <laughs> um, While they're walking out of the school... ...Xander asks, well, oh, if it's weird being back. And she says, you know, everything looks a little bit smaller. And, uh, you know, it's really weird because... ...that's funny. I can, remember, I can remember... Oh, sorry about that there. probably just blown your speakers out. Uh, many apologies. I can remember, and it's really weird whenever you get back to high school after a while. I was out a few years out of high school where I went to, and I went back in for something a couple of years after. That really does look like a smaller place whenever you do go back to it. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, next day, Buffy goes to Riley's dorm where he's now in a bit of a downer, uh, he's upset that he's. Allowed everybody to find out who he was uh, You know Buffy tells him it's not the end of the world And she, she plants the kiss on him At the end of the episode And uh, yeah So The final moment in the episode Great little moment with Spike Once more, the class character um, They're back In Xander's basement uh, Willow and Xander watching TV And of course Spike comes in and turns it off He's Trying his hardest now that he knows he can hurt demons, all he wants to do at this point is to get out, search for vampires, kick some ass. And He's like, "Let's go, let's go find Buffy. She's the chosen one after all. We can go kill things. Come on, come on, let's do it." Uh, great, great little episode. More in this part of Spike than anybody else at this point is definitely one of these characters. That I'm glad that the the fans spoke up for the character of Spike in the way that they did at the very beginning because if memory serves when Spike and Drusilla originally came into Buffy the Vampire there they were going to be like the the seasoned villains sort of thing and the two of them were going to be taken out by the end of it but they proved so popular, particularly Spike that the, the fan base spoke and he was kept on then as a recurring character more and more, and uh, eventually, I uh, got the season five renewed for Buffy or for Buffy for Angel as well. Uh, if memory serves on that show, like we're only in the season one reviews in the podcast here at the moment, but um, if memory serves correctly, uh, Angel was actually cancelled after the fourth season, and uh, the only reason they actually got the fifth season was Spike the idea of spike coming on to the show. So yeah, one of these very, very strong characters that was never a main character but had the, the presence to actually carry the show. That's that's a strange, strange setup. He's like a, a like a side character that's more popular than the friggin' main characters at times. So anyway, that's gonna do it for this episode guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, do a lot of good social media stuff for me. Share the show along, written, and review it and whatnot. If you want to get in contact with me directly, you can do that at uh, hellmouthhotline at gmail.com. All the relevant links are in the show notes. So that's going to do it, guys. Whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing it safe and I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening.